technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. I'm being joined today by Srini Iyer, the Chief Technology Officer for the Health Group at Lighthouse. Srini, thank you so much for joining me today. Good afternoon, Marianne. Nice to be here. Yes. So let's start with what are some of the challenges for secure data exchange that was experienced during the epidemic? One of the many lessons learned during the pandemic was that public healthcare providers and our government agencies We're looking to IT systems and software applications to communicate exchange data and provide information needed to support decision-making. And during the pandemic, as we all know, we have never encountered that kind of a size, scale, and magnitude of a pandemic in in our previous, uh, you know, 100 years or so. So this was of a totally different uh, magnitude. a couple of things that really struck me was that, you know, information w- was coming from different states, tribes, localities, territories, and the data was siloed. And a large portion of the health organizations were using manual means of providing, sending data. Uh, they were using fax machines, uh, spreadsheets, uh, and, and papers and uh, paper, uh, you know, stuff like that. It was very, a manual, and then a sizable chunk of our uh, healthcare givers, clinicians, epidemiologists, lab care, lab technicians, spent a lot of time cleaning data. Uh, what we call uh, the technical term in the uh, industry is uh, data munging, uh, <laughs> uh, but they were doing a lot of that data cleaning to make the data because we are getting data from non-interoperable systems. And a sizable chunk of the data that we were receiving had gaps in them, and they did not have like race or ethnicity and stuff like that early in the pandemic phases. Um, there is also barriers that the private and public uh, institutions face in both receiving and sharing data. Uh, you know, so. Uh, the data process was, uh, the, the receiving process was not automated. How you share data was not automated. There was not a common definition of some of the terms being used across the different providers. Um, information required excessive time for data management, which is what I call data munging. Uh, and also, more importantly, there was no way to validate the data. We were expecting for the first time patients or citizens to enter data. We all were responsible for putting up or putting out our vaccination, immunization data and everything. There was no way to validate that. I mean, you know, because you got to have to trust that, well, I've I've put in some stuff, so that's good. But without validating that, suddenly now you're encountering this, um, you know, um, mass amount of data that, you know, you got to trust. 
So a lot of challenges. Okay, so now many institutions are undertaking the new data modernization initiatives. Why is it important for organizations at all levels to create and implement an overall data strategy? So, Marianne, as you know, uh, you know, having an overall data strategy is essential to promote health equity and improve health outcomes. Almost every enterprise, every organization, public, private, or anywhere else, um, has a data strategy in place. Uh, in fact, um, earlier this year, um, you know, uh, CDC published their own public health data strategy. And, um, the, you know, that outlines data, technology, policy, and administrative actions essential to exchange critical core data. What I mean by core data are, is the data that uh, would be considered as like, you know, case management data, lab data, emergency uh, visit data, vital statistics, immunization, um, healthcare capacity, utilization, things that are essential for us to plan and predict as to what the outcomes are going to look like. So it is very essential. So this public health data strategy that CDC put out, I have to give kudos to them because they were calling out essential core data to efficiently and securely um, access them across healthcare and public health settings. Uh, It describes a path to address gaps in public health data that I just talked about just a few minutes back. And and for us as a nation to become more response ready. Um, And as as I said, like, you know, uh, health equity, uh, you know, we all have seen that over the last few years that, you know, you, if you're coming from a distressed uh, or uh, an area that does not have access to, uh, you know, uh, physicians or healthcare facilities, you're, you're at higher risk. And how do you enable, you know, outcomes for all? So what I would summarize by saying that, you know, this data strategy and modern data initiatives are very important because it reduces operational risk. It provides more rapid access to critical data. It increases data security because you're dealing with critical data here across. And, and it aligns agencies and health partners to reduce or eliminate delays. Uh, I think, you know, uh, getting access to the data at the right time at the right place is very important. Okay, so now how will these new initiatives enhance data sharing across all the levels of healthcare? Well, that's a great question. Um, this, these new initiatives, you know, once in place, will transform sharing from a data push model to a data flow model. Uh, what I mean by that is that, you know, you're going to see increased ability for state, territorial, local uh, agencies to automatically exchange data with the likes of a CDC or other entities. It creates uh, a more reliable um you know, common terms, common definitions across. It's going to save a lot of time from a data cleaning um, and analytics standpoint. So because you're going to be using um, technology, using automation, this is going to enable your clinicians to focus on core public health missions and outcome, uh, as opposed to trying to figure out where to bring the data from and how do we get the data to uh you know, get a complete picture. 
Uh, it's also going to get data on demand so that, you know, I think like we said earlier, like I mean, the health equity across geographies, uh, conditions and settings, it'll probably help across all over the board. This will uh, also provide rapid detection of emerging threats, which is something that we, it took us a long time to, as COVID was, uh, you know, taking place, I think, uh, Northwest U.S., we, it took us a long time to figure out. I mean, I think the uh, state and local agencies are at the pointy end of the spear. They are the ones that normally get to see uh, these kind of uh, threats. And, and right now, they are not armed or equipped appropriately to be able to detect and identify these, um, uh, you know, uh, and, and patterns that are emerging. How do you arm them? How do you equip them with, uh, you know, being able to detect and uh, prevent them from happening? Um, it'll provide a more complete, uh, you know, information for patient care. I think what I'd like to say is that, you know, these new initiatives, we need to meet our state, local agencies where they are, get the data in any format. You know, like we said, like, you know, um, I've been in this space for more than 30 years now. And uh, while we have seen a lot of changes in the healthcare space, there are still some fundamental issues that we have. Uh, and we need to, you know, uh, address them where they are, get the data as we see it in a very efficient manner. Okay, so now how is Lidos playing its part to enable secure data sharing across its customers? So Lidos, as a system integrator, being in the private industry, has been working with our customers in the public sector for uh, many years, uh, 40 plus years. And uh, one of the largest electronic health record deployments has been with the Defense Department. Um, and uh, we are serving uh, supporting about plus million service members. And we have uh, really good lessons learned from this global deployment for the uh, military uh, service members. We are also providing critical care coordination and care management for our veterans in rural areas. So um, we understand what it is to be in that uh, underserved, underprivileged areas where they don't have access to connectivity where they don't have access to uh, healthcare uh, facilities, uh, you know, dialysis or anything that you have to, right? So we are providing mobile clinics. We go and serve our veterans. So we have that background. We're also investing in research and development uh, capabilities, access of data to have the right person have the right data at the right time so that the clinicians or the epidemiologists can make those decisions in a very informed way as opposed to having to guess or extrapolate based on the data that they have. Uh, finally, I think, you know, I'd say that, you know, we have been very successful and we continue to partner with, um, uh, bring together an ecosystem of partners, which includes public and private, uh, you know, uh, organizations, organizations like ASTO or like, you know, um, uh, ACT, IACT, trying to work with different technology forums and also trying to work with our legislators to help define and refine our policies from an administration standpoint, because there's a lot that we need to do from a policy and process standpoint. While we're doing stuff from a technology standpoint, I personally believe that technology is the easier part. 
but we need to get our policies and, um, you know, the data user agreements, for example, right? We need to have that those in place so that um, agencies can share data and not have to worry about, you know, the data leaks and stuff like that. So those are the areas where um, LIDOS can play a role. We have played a role. We continue to play a role. Okay, great. Well, Shreen, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Thank you so much, Marianne. I appreciate the time. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, check us out at govforum.io or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please subscribe, give us five stars, and share with your friends. Oh, 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 oh,